but a fountain of satisfaction that is to our souls. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that your spirit meets us here. That as we raise one voice in worship of you, you become even more real to us in this place. Be with us. Let us hear from you, move our hearts. Shape us, Lord God, by your grace. We're amazed by how you love us. We give you thanks in your son's holy name and all God's people said, amen, amen. You may be seated. I hope you can excuse the voice uh, this morning. Uh, the the uh, week with the fires and so forth first attacked me with allergies and then in three consecutive basketball games over the weekend, I went on the attack. So <clears throat> there's just, there's not much left here anymore. So uh, I'm praying the spirit will touch and the Ricola will kick in here in just a minute. It's been an amazing week for me. I've been haunted by that, that picture that Francis Kahn shared by video with me last week, and I shared it with you in the sermon of a friend who wanted to hold up a sign as he saw all these souls pouring out of the subway in this big city. And he said, what do you think? I'll just make a sign. Uh, interested in God? Let's talk. And I'll go stand at the, at the outlet of this subway, and hopefully, no pressure, just someone will come and talk to me. I'm so eager to share. And Francis said, you know, hey, that's what God's calling you to do. Go get a marker. Make your sign. But he said, you know, I bet every one of that crowd of people coming out of the subway somewhere today, maybe they work with them, maybe they do business with them, but every one of those people are going to come across the path of someone in whom Christ lives. What a shame that so many of us pass them by. I've been haunted by that this week. And as I've walked around, it's almost as been as I've kind of prayed my confession and my part in that. God's just been kind of awakening me to moments of conversation. I've had a dozen conversations this week I wouldn't usually have. Amazing kind of just little anointed moments. And I, and I wonder if, if this week has been anything peculiar or if I've just had my eyes opened, you know? <laughs> we'll discover in Matthew chapter 10 this morning that when Jesus summons his disciples, he also sends them. Before he sends them, he summons them to himself. You know, to come to this meal and participate in its grace and to drink in its forgiveness and its love that it reenacts for us every Sunday when we partake of it, it is almost like going to a great feast and having so much that you've got to have a doggy bag. You know what I mean? It's just too much to take in. And then taking your doggy bag and, and walking outside of this place and walking past a hungry child and not giving something away. Those he sends, he first summons to himself. 
well, were those unusual opportunities or am I passing them by every week and not just being aware? David Livingston went into uncharted country when he was summoned and sent by the Lord to the deepest jungles of Africa. And once he got there and began his missionary work, the work just overwhelmed him. He sent back home to England asking that they send more missionaries to partner with him and to join him in this work that he had discovered that needed to be done there in Africa in the jungles. And they wrote him back, Dear sir, please tell us, are there roads where, we, where you are? We need to know how to find you. And they sent the letter and the letter came back some weeks later. Never mind. If roads are required, you're sending me the wrong people. <laughs> Sometimes God's open doors are not obvious paths. Sometimes there are moments we overlook. But I believe that if we eat often enough at his table, if we feast here, we'll have doggy bags for anyone that he calls across our path. You know? I pray that as he summons us to himself this morning, that the lingering effect of his presence in us will go forth with us in such a way that we can't help but notice there's a hungry soul. There's a hungry soul. There's a hungry soul. The doors may not be obvious, but to those that he sends, they need not be. We don't need a written invitation. We don't need a paved road. We just need a sensitivity to the spirit and enough courage to care for another soul. Could that journey start again here, right now, as we're summoned to him, who on the night that he gave himself up for us, took bread, and gave thanks to you, the Father, broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, take and eat. This is my body, broken for you, and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this in remembrance of me and likewise after supper Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you our father and he gave it to his disciples and he said take and drink from this all of you for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me Lord God, we do this remembering you, praying that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and of bread, but not just upon these elements, Father. May they so touch our lives that your Spirit is poured out within us. We thank you for that touch, the touch of your grace that is always ours at your table as we come to you this morning, praying the prayer that the Son who summons us and sends us, taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.